I'm Tammy McCarthy. And I'm Becky Fleischer. We're two soul sisters on the front lines of growth and transformation, getting real about it all. You know, sometimes we're totally in our woo-woo groove, walking on light. Yep. And other times, we lose our footing and end up tripping over those very same rays of sunshine. That's woo-woo in the real world. On this show, we're giving you an inside look at all the healing practices and mindfulness that we use and how we integrate them into our lives. Yep, we're talking to interesting people who can help us along the way as we look at some of the woo and wild things that make us go, hmm. We hope that you'll join us. Living Living woo-woo in the real world. Here we are, I'm Tammy McCarthy. I'm Becky Fleischer. So this is exciting. Our first, our first. Well, I have episode. to say, I'm a little nervous though because, like, yeah. you have been doing the podcast thing. It's true, right? So you have about 50 episodes of your podcast yeah. out there in the world. Yeah. Um, Unleash your soul song. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I'm a podcast newbie. But this is our first podcast together. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. And it's very much an extension of Unleash Your Soul Song, which you were part of. Yeah. You were, I think, my second guest I know. on that show. It was so awesome. To it was talk a to you. great episode. Mm-hmm. And very much how that show was really about embracing the edge of becoming and that kind of, I don't know, uneven time when you're just starting to see that things might need to change in yeah. your life and that there may be bigger things out there for you to explore and how scary that can be to step into that unknown. Mm -hmm. That's really more what that show was about. And I feel like this show is like the evolution of it. It's the integration point. Right. Where you've stepped out into the edge of becoming, you are trying to do all the things, you are really trying to live your life in a more aligned fashion, Mm -hmm. and then the real world comes along again. Yeah, so the real world is pretty messy, right? And so, you know, what's so great is that you and I met, how did we meet? We met, this is Actually. the best, we okay. met in 2020, in January of 2020. January of 2020, okay. In yes. this actually, like in this very spot. Like officially met. Yes, okay. officially Here met. at Kahlo. Here at Kahlo. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I had heard you play um, at North Star. Yes. Um, but we didn't know each other then. We did not. Okay. Mm-mm. No. So we met here at Kahlo, we met which here is great. Kahlo. Thank you, this wonderful space, for bringing us together. Yes. Mm-hmm. This wonderful space for ha- having us do so many great things together. Yeah, but for some reason we were like, okay, let's have coffee. Yes. Right? Let's talk. Yeah. You reached out because <laughs> you were like, I'm just so fascinated. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And why don't I know you? And you're in Pound Ridge and I'm in Pound Ridge and my business is in Pound Ridge. So, yeah, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we met right here at this exact very spot. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we just started talking. And I think we planned to just like chat for a few minutes and we chatted for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, weren't we at kitchen table at some point? Yes. Right? It's like, the first time wasn't enough. Let's go to kitchen table mm-hmm. and let's sit and we talk. But I think what we both realized was we had stuff going on in our lives, right? And we connected over that, even though like our journeys are so different, there mm-hmm. are so many similarities, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you had talked about, you know, kind of um, what we affectionately call woo-woo, right? Yep. But, you know, spirituality and where we are in our own spiritual journey, what are the tools that we use or don't use, what have we heard about, and oh, you went to that healer or that reader and you had this experience or that experience. Um, And there's a lot to be learned from each other. So much. And 
even since then, 2020, so here we are, we're sitting here in 2022, and we've known each other for a couple of years, and where we were when we first met to where we are now, woo! <laughs> Night and day, wow, exactly. Right? And yeah. what we share, not only this amazing connection and friendship, but this journey and being open to this journey, right? And as hard as it is, mm -hmm. look what can happen. I know. And also how much easier it is when you are in community with others. When you're in community with others, right. yeah. When you have other people who are kind of going through the same things that you're going through. And right. like you said, the journeys, nobody's journey looks exactly the same. Right. But the contours are recognizable. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I kind of, I know what you're feeling there because I had kind of felt that somewhere else in yeah. a different way. And it makes you feel, honest to God, it makes you feel less crazy. Yeah. That, oh, I'm not losing my mind. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, totally blowing everything up in my life right. or, you know, horrible things are going to happen or, or that these amazing things are happening and, and they're real. Right. Like these or I am things. blowing things up in my life and it's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm going to roll with it and we're going to see what comes out on the other side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's a scary journey. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> however, I wouldn't change the blow up having gone through that. Yeah. Um, for anything. Right. Well, it's, part, it's definitely part of the journey. It's definitely part of yeah. the journey. So people are probably like, what the fuck are these people talking about? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Like, give it to us, girls. <laughs> and, you know, look, we all are having a human experience, right? And life is, oh my gosh, it's such every day. There's, there's your ego mind and your thoughts and everything is sort of just vying for your attention all the time. And then you put your emotions in there, right? Yeah. And it's just this big ball of bleh. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's a technical spiritual term, by the way. It is. Bleh, right? Um, I mean, it's so amazing that as a musician, you can actually have a very structured way to work through your emotions and yeah. write them out in a song, right? Yep. Um, but a lot of people don't have access to their emotions that way, or they That's don't true. want to access th their emotions that way. And we're both energy people, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, energy is everything. And and we were just talking about an experience that I had where even as someone who's always aware of my energy now and working on my energy, I was in so much physical pain for so long um, and up until a week ago, this is just chronic pain was part of my life. And then I had an unexpected Reiki session with a healer in Chicago. Yes, I need to hear about this. I need to know about this. You know, I go to acupuncture, I have cupping, I meditate, I do so many things to work through and obviously have healers and work through the energy and what's going on in my life um, that way in a really healthy way. But I had this intense lower back pain forever, forever. Yeah. And to the point where, you know, then I had steroid shots and, you know, it was great for a little while. So I had to go to Chicago last week, um, and I had some time to kill. I got there in the morning, and I didn't have anything on the calendar until 5 p.m. that evening. 
And so I thought to myself, wait a second, this would be a great time to see what are the healers in Chicago, or should I, should I you know, go for, for something? Let me just see. Then I said, wait a minute, I know somebody in Chicago. So Leslie Stevenson is an angel intuitive master Reiki high priestess who during the pandemic, I was connected to her um, through a mutual friend. And at the time, um, I had created a, an angelic um, pillar candle collection with the archangels. I have one. You do. I do. And um, I thought this would be great at that time when I met Leslie to pair or to offer a remote um, angel heal healing and uh, reading with Leslie. And I know many people, I think including I you, mm -hmm. had a remote reading with Leslie who is amazing. Well, in the world of like, we're not shut in anymore and here I am in Chicago and oh my goodness, Leslie's in Chicago. Wait a second, I think she's working at this place called the Ruby Room. Where's that? Oh, it's 15 minutes from me. Let me text her. So I text Leslie. We're freaking out over text that we have never met in person. Oh, wow. I've had multiple remote sessions with her. People at Kahlo have had remote sessions with her. And now we're going to meet in person, right? But oh my gosh, like, are you booked? Can you see me? She said, well, you can either come right now or at 5 o'clock. And I'm like, well, I can't come at 5. I'm going to come right, right now. now. So I get in the Uber. I go over there, I go to the Ruby Room in Chicago. So if anybody's ever in Chicago, go to the Ruby Room and see Leslie. Um, and at first when we, we just locked eyes, like the energy exchange mm. was incredible. So we were both instantaneously crying because it was so magical. Mm. And I went into her room and um, I laid on the table and she works with crystals and she works with um, cards as well and smudging and any types of tools, energetic tools um, and high vibe uh, goods that she feels or spirit feels needs to come into the session, she will pull those in. Um, and she's channeling and she's doing Reiki on you. Wow. And so there were beautiful, intense messages coming through that were so accurate for what is happening in my life right now um, and I was crying the, a lot, and, and we both were, and there was just a lot to release. But when I got off the table and I left, I had no physical pain That's in my so body. That's crazy to me. And I still don't. Like, I'm, I'm wearing heels today, I'm walking around, I can, and I, I would lay in bed and be in pain, and I have no oh pain. Gosh. That's so incredible. when we talk about energy being stuck in the body, um, there was a serious blockage yeah. there and it got moved. And I was just like, wow. And yeah. she had no clue. She didn't know what was going on. She didn't know that you had. She didn't know pain. that I had any pain. Nothing at all. But I didn't come in saying oh, right. I'm in so much pain and please get this pain out of my back. I didn't say any of that. Yeah. Well, that's what we were talking about, emotions and energy. You know, emotions are just energy in motion. Yeah. So you had something that was bouncing around in there. Right. Probably hold up in your back, maybe right. in your, you said maybe it was your root chakra. You think? Yeah, I think it was related to my root chakra. And, um, you know, I have, uh, there's a spiritual coach that I talked to um, in British Columbia. And I was talking to her on Wednesday night, the night before my birthday. Uh-huh. 
and I was telling her about this experience and she said of course and I go well what do you mean of course and she said well lower back is you know you are not feeling supported and you're feeling attacked <sighs> and um, I've shared a lot in my own like social media world and, yeah. and with Kahlo um, in terms of what's going on you know in the physical space that I have here um, about some people in town so but I thought that I was moving that along yeah, and processing yeah. that and dealing with it, but I wasn't. I wasn't. Because subconsciously, we also carry around stuff and trauma, yeah, yeah. right? And that we might not even know is and there. And you might not even know it's there. That is very interesting mm -hmm. to me. I have two, oh, I have one question for you that I want to rewind, but I want to mm -hmm. just let everybody know if they're hearing the little chimes, it's because we're actually in an active store. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> we're is doing just, this, we're in the middle rolling. of the day. That's right, because <laughs> this is how it is. This is it's, how it is. You just, you got to get your woo-woo in when mm -hmm. you can, and this is when Tammy and I are chatting. That's so right. That's her store is available. open, <laughs> and Sophia just went and helped someone, which was just lovely, so thank you. Thank you, Sophia. Um, but wait, you yeah. said you have a spiritual coach. Yes. And I need to know what that means and mm -hmm. where did you find this person? Okay. This is a funny story. <laughs> okay. So do you use apps, meditation apps? Not really. I mean, I, I think I have maybe one or two downloaded, but okay. I don't really use them. So for anybody that's new to meditation um, and you might be curious about apps, I highly recommend them. And the one that I use is called Insight Timer. Yes, I think I have that And it's that a one. free app. Mm -hmm. um, and I... You know, it's it's interesting. It's always what resonates for you, right? Mm -hmm. And so this app has been on my phone for a while. And sometimes if I'm having trouble falling asleep, I like the, you know, soundscape stuff or the sleep music and, and that kind of stuff. Just to like, if I can't quiet my own mind, I, yeah. need, a, I need some interference to help do that, right? Not drugs, but, you know, just a little <laughs> meditation app. Organic interference. <laughs> um, and so... I found this meditation on Insight Timer, and the woman's name is Sophia, but not you behind the camera, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia Lightjewel. Lightjewel? Lightjewel. Oh, that's Sophia cool Lightjewel. And her meditation, when I found her about a year ago, literally changed my world. Really? Okay. She has a, and if anybody is interested in this, there is the morning meditation and the evening meditation with Sophia Lightjewel. And it's with the archangels and the medicine wheel. Um, I'm definitely checking this out. It's it's phenomenal, and it's only about 14 or 16 minutes, right? So you're not locked in for a long period of time. But I started my day that way, and I was ending my day that way, and I saw some major shifts happening, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And something about her just resonated with me. And um, and there's a whole component to her work, which is called light language. Yeah, I have heard of that. I've heard other people who yeah, talk about light language. Which is like, you know, when you're leveling up in terms mm -hmm. of stuff that you want to explore, light language is something we could dedicate a whole episode to maybe. I because I don't And really even maybe bring it. Sophia in. Um, anyway, so I was listening to this and then I wanted to go deeper into, well, what other, what other meditations does she have on here, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was, I was looking at all of that. Wait, I mean, come on. She's a person. She lives in the world somewhere. She probably has a website. Let me check out her website. And um, that's how I found my spiritual coach, Sophia Lightjewel, because she, I went to her website and I was like, yeah, yeah, I want, it, I want this person in my world beyond just these meditations. And um, so we've had about, 
uh, she's new um, for me in this regard. Um, so we've had three sessions now. Huh. And I was talking to her about having used her meditations for close to a year. This is where I am. This is what's happening. And um, it's been amazing because even Wednesday night, when I was relaying these things that had happened in Chicago, she said something very, very interesting. And now I, I like to think I've been in this like spiritual journey for so long, mm -hmm. right? And I never heard it in this way. Which is, you know, it's, you know, we talk about these shifts and how can we shift energy and calming your mon monkey mm -hmm. mind and, you know, woo-woo in the real world and how do we integrate that, right? And she said what you did was you were so tapped into source and, and the fact that we're all divine light. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, oh, oh, my landlord, oh, my space, oh, yeah. my, you know, whatever's happening in your world, right, shrinks you. Mm -hmm. And when you had gotten to that table, based on everything that was going on, you were so caught up in this physical body, limited, low vibration yeah. You're getting world of mm -hmm. physical pain being blocked everywhere, right? And once you were on that table and you're just allowing and you're open and you're focusing on what does the feeling of after, after, what, what do you want to call into your life, right? Mm -hmm. Is it relief? Is it joy? Is it whatever it is for you? And when you tap into that, that's when you are in the feeling and you're in that vibration. That's when your source and that's when you, that's when the shifts happen. Hmm. When you're so open to, open to the energy is when you shift your energy. Yeah. When you're just focused on the issue, the problem, the situation, the purpose, or not the purpose, but the person. It all gets covered up. It gets covered up. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Because right? it's, it's, when I was going through um, like the early days of my whole shift mm -hmm, thing, mm -hmm. I, I heard Eckhart Tolle saying something mm -hmm. about um, people look externally for their purpose and mm -hmm. they look for things that make them happy. You know, oh, it's that thing that makes them really come alive. And he said, right. that's where people get it wrong. Mm -hmm. It's not the external thing that's making someone come alive. Right. It's the external thing as a tool to pull back the layers mm -hmm. so you can see what's already there. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, it was just, it was such an aha moment to me yep. because I felt that way about music. I was like, there's something about music that just makes me come alive. Mm -hmm. And people say that when they get into something, it just makes me come alive, it's mm -hmm. that thing. Mm -hmm. But his point is it's, it's not the thing. The it's thing you. is it's the tool. It's allowing yourself to come through. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's the tool to crack away mm -hmm. and to pull these layers off mm -hmm. and to see and so you can really kind of tap back into that what you're saying like that divine light. Right. Just let it shine bigger and let it shine brighter. Right. And those are great things that help you do that. And so yeah. it sounds like that's what happened on that table. Well, yeah. <laughs> and also like when you one of the things that she was explaining and I guess I really understood it for the first time maybe because of this experience that I had which is as humans, we're just this speck in this ginormous, I mean, I think there were um, pictures posted the other day. I saw like NBC News was posting um, a picture of a galaxy 32 billion light years yes. away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's incredible. What, like the, va like, so our little brains, as magnificent as they are, they're not a 
they're not about that world, but no. that world impacts us. Yeah. We're just part of it, right? And so w in terms of possibilities, it's and what we can create in our own lives, it's infinite. Yeah. But that means your mind has to melt away. Your ego has to melt away. You have to be, rein in your own energy, ground your own energy, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's just like the biggest lesson I learned this past week is, yeah. or since I was on that, that table of, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Let's yeah. just reel it all in and just like. Yeah, for me, that, that flip is, and looking at it as, um, you know, your your mind, it is this amazing engine, basically. Mm -hmm. It's this mm -hmm. amazing machine, but the machine shouldn't be in charge. Right. You know, it really needs to be, your heart needs to be in charge, and then your mind makes manifest what your heart is telling, you know, it to do. Right. And I think, well, not I think, I know for the good, you know, a good chunk of my life, mm -hmm. I had a flip opposite. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people do, they don't trust just okay, but we started off saying they don't trust their emotions. Right. They don't, and that was me. I was like, you can't trust your emotions. Emotions change. Mm -hmm. They, you know, one day you feel good, the next day you feel sad. You can't keep going on these whims. Right. But that's all kind of when you're so dysregulated mm -hmm. and you don't have things kind of dialed in and yeah. you're not centered and calm and yeah. grounded. When you're really grounded from that place of rootedness, mm -hmm. the decisions come come pretty clearly mm -hmm. and it is amazing and I think that's where people get this whole manifestation thing mm -hmm. I don't know how much you manifest or how much you just it just happens because you're getting in line right it's, right it's all alignment it's, it's all like alignment once you're from that rooted grounded place mm -hmm. and you're moving from that desire mm -hmm. you know I think that then your mind is like oh I can do that I can mm -hmm. I can make anything happen yeah you know I can start to see things or see connections mm -hmm. or realize that certain things are in my life like you realize Leslie was in Chicago yeah you didn't even think about that in advance right but when you right. start to get dialed in mm -hmm. all of a sudden your brain can do the job it needs to do yeah of making the, the connections yeah and, and then you're open to signs right yes I mean there are so many signs oh, I that love them. And, and now like I'm seeing grasshoppers everywhere in the weirdest places. <laughs> like you live, you you live in my house. No, you don't live in my house. <laughs> yeah, but you've been to my house. Yeah. Um, and like the living room is two stories high. And today, there was a grasshopper outside the window sitting on the screen when I was walking out. And then the other day, there were two on my back kitchen deck. Right. That's three mm -hmm. grasshoppers in two days. Like. Mm -hmm. That's what's, a sign. What's it mean? Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, I... Yeah. It's just amazing how you can really... This is all inside of us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know if you know anything about Ayurveda, but I've been also trying to be a little bit more mindful about studying it. Um, and so I recently enrolled into the Shakti School, which is an amazing Ayurveda um, school that focuses on modern um, feminine Ayurveda, mm. which is mm -hmm. um, very cool. But just what we were talking about and just what you said before, um, you know, we come into this world all chunky and juicy and full of like, you know, snot basically, <laughs> but all the good stuff, right, yeah, right. too. And, you know, just so full of wonder and curiosity and, you know, but we've come in 
that's when our soul enters our body when we're born, yeah. right? And then so much happens to us from that moment. Yep. And what, who your ancestors were, who your mother and father are, the world mm -hmm. you have grown mm -hmm. up in. Um, and so we get kind of, Ayurveda shows us that we get farther away from our natural state of being, yeah. how we were yeah. born as we go through life and the stages of life and the seasons of life even, right? Yeah. Um, and the practice is really about how do we get back to that true nature that we were born with, mm -hmm. which is something that I can totally relate with too. Um, and, and it's just an interesting concept too, to yeah. just start peeling away the conditioning and society and parents and obligations and responsibilities. And, and as you said, what does your heart tell you? Right. I didn't even know how to listen to my own heart. Nope. <laughs> me me Nobody teaches you that in school. No, no. I mean, it would have saved a lot of yeah. trauma and drama probably. <laughs> it's difficult. In fact, and talking about the chakras, and I don't, I don't think I've ever talked about this on my show. I've talked about it with lots of my friends, and mm -hmm. I think with you too. Mm -hmm. You know, I did a lot of chakra vocal work with my vocal coach. Mm -hmm. And so there are bija mantras for each chakra. And so I did this whole series of things for a year where you chant the bija sound, bija mantra for each chakra, but you do it, it takes like a half an hour mm -hmm. for each one. And so you just do like the root chakra for two weeks and then you move to the solar plexus and on and on. And it shows up in the voice. So when you hit a, a chakra where yeah. you have something's holding, mm -hmm. it's hard to actually vocalize the sound. Uh -huh. And... When which I, is so cool. We should have that vocal coach on. Yes. Yeah. So Marin was on Unleash Your Soul Song. She was, I think, one of my very first guests. Mm -hmm. Very, very popular episode. We should definitely have her back because mm -hmm. she, even her journey has taken her yeah. beyond where she was when we spoke, I guess, two years ago. But, um, you know, they each hold something and, and there's a whole science behind yes. how the chakras form at different ages and different yep. things. But I got to tell you, I mean, I had moments with each of my chakras, but when I got to the heart chakra... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she was like, I'm not worried. Your, your, your heart chakra is great. You're, you know, you're a loving person, this, that, and the other, which, you know, it's true. I mean, I think that most people are, but I had a moment where I was doing the, um, heart chakra bija mantra and I, I all of a sudden just got full and I mean flooded with, it was almost like a movie screen of times in my life mm -hmm. when my heart was telling me mm -hmm. to say something, mm -hmm. speak up, mm -hmm. you know, say something that's not right. And mm -hmm. you know that that's not right, or that's not what you really need or not what you really want. And this is, you know, and you didn't, and you didn't speak up. And for me, it was in a time when I was in really deep discernment about uh, my marriage and what I was doing there. And it was really a lot of the times in my marriage when it was like, you were meant to speak up and say something. But what hit me beyond just the, you know, why didn't you speak up and say something? It was, you denied yourself, but you denied that other person. Mm -hmm. It was, I was telling you something to bring to the table, to put on the table, to make you both look at it. That was for both of you. And that's, I mean, it got me. I mean, I was, I couldn't finish the, I couldn't finish the mantra. Oh, yeah. I could not stop crying because I just was like, oh my gosh, I blocked it so much. You know, I had, I had a major throat block, mm -hmm. which is interesting mm -hmm. as a singer. Mm -hmm. um, but I had a major throat block, and that was part of it. It was just like this bottleneck that I had created of, yeah. I'm not going to say anything that would make waves. I'm not going to, you know, push mm -hmm. for my, you know, way. I'm always just going to be accommodating or whatever it was. But, and I just thought, oh, my gosh, 
Like, yeah. Wow. It was a major release. It was a major energy shift again. Um, but yeah. And when that, that happens, it's so powerful. So powerful. Right? And myself, when I hear something like that, I'm just like, why wouldn't anybody want to access that? Because it, it's painful. But that's the thing. That's right? why. It's the, the ego says, no, 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 no. We just want to keep you comfortable yeah. and, you know, don't feel that pain and don't go there. Um, but then also, why would you want to be shackled for your... Correct. Right? Yeah. Like, once you get to the other side and you see what you're meant to be and mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's why I think so many people have to hear about other people's journeys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because... Yes, it can look and feel scary, but what's waiting on the other side is anything but scary. Correct. Oh, it's completely liberating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very it's joyful. Absolutely. And these chakras are scary. powerful, man. Oh, I mean, they are. just like your chakra story. And then, um, <laughs> you know, I went. I was on vacation in Florida, and I had that chakra balancing session, yes. and I I almost canceled <clears throat> it. And in fact, it was like chakra balancing and a massage. Right, and so I was like, you know what? I'm yeah. good. I don't yeah. need to balance my chakras. I'm just going to do the massage. And I told them sort of right before I went in, but the practitioner didn't know that. She mm-hmm. sort of like got it last minute. So when I walked in, she said, "Oh, I had you for the chakra balancing and the massage." So I meditated before you walked in, and you don't have to do the chakra balancing. But we'll just do the massage. But because I meditated, I think that you should know your third eye chakra is blocked. Wow. <laughs> so what did I do? I'm like, oh, I'm getting the whole thing yeah. now because you need to unblock, unblock this. Unblock that, I'm not please. walking out of here with a blocked third, cho- <laughs> third eye chakra. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, that, that was powerful in terms of how she was moving through that. And the next day when I was meditating on the beach... I saw the most vivid um, image. It was, like you said, it was a bit of a movie mm-hmm. that was happening, but mm-hmm. it, w- it was not um, people or, or feelings. It was as if someone was writing a line that was being connected. I'm sorry, dots, and then the, a line that was connecting, connecting the dots. And in the session with the, the practitioner who had told me about this block, she said the message that I needed to hear was to connect the dots, that everybody's timeline and path is different. Yeah. So connect your own dots. And then here I am, I'm having this meditation on the beach, and I'm seeing, and I'm, and I'm questioning myself, like, am I really seeing that? Right. But it kept going, and it was going. And then so many things happened after that, where this phrase, join the dots, connect the dots, kept coming up. Right? So the dots, they so were So it's like you. the universe does have a way of getting your attention if you're open to it. And if you're oh. open to it, like we were saying, that's when the shifts can happen. Mm-hmm. That's when your energy and what you want to have as an outcome can change or be possible. Yeah, absolutely. And it is very much, you know, being open to the signs. And everybody has free will. That's correct. Because right? that, you could have had that experience yeah. and you would have been like, oh, okay, great, but I'm not going to do that or some people would say well you just put that in your head she put that in your head and Mm -hmm. so that's why you started seeing dots Mm -hmm. and she just brought it to your consciousness Mm -hmm. and so you know I yeah I've had I mean I have friends that still to to this day will say things like that you know I have this thing about um hawks I've been oh yeah hawks this year a lot Mm -hmm. uh which is 
which is an interesting, you know, sign yeah. in and of itself. Yep. I mean, if you if you look at native, you know, traditions. Yeah. There's that. This is what they're all about. I mean, they were so in tune with oh the planet and animals yes. and everything. Mm-hmm. I, so I don't think it's crazy for us to think that if animals or something in nature right. is really presenting itself over and over and over, I think yeah. there is something in there. Absolutely. For you to explore what's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what, how you explore that and what that means is a right. process where right. coaches and different things can be helpful. But mm-hmm. you know, I have uh, you know some friends that are like, well, I mean, there are just a lot of hawks right now because during the pandemic, all the hawks came back. Right. Which you know, maybe I would have thought that two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like we're pretty are far they out of hawks. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, like, are these hawks like literally landing on the ground? Right. right. <laughs> Did a hawk drop a bird's nest? Which is what happened to me. Yeah. Amazing. Literally dropped wow. a bird's nest mm-hmm. ten feet away from me. Like, did right. that hawk do that to you? Like, I had like major things, but um, but I get it because that was me. Yeah. That was totally me five right. years ago. Right. I would have just. But it's because part of it is I didn't have time. This, that's the other piece of mm-hmm. this, like why people don't do it. It does take time mm-hmm. because you do have to slow down and you have to carve out the time mm-hmm. to be quiet, to start to get centered. Yeah. And it doesn't happen fast. It doesn't. It takes time. And yeah, I, I mean, anybody that tells you that there's any kind of quick fix no. out there, for, it's just not true. It's not um, true. And also, you know, depending on, you know, who's watching and listening, it's also not about telling the future. No. Right? A lot of people are like, I don't no. want to know about my future. Um, it's not really about that no. either. No, it has much more to do about how you're living and presenting in the present mm-hmm. and what you're doing right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and really understanding. For me, that's, I think, what keeps me hooked in all of it. It's the, it's the greater understanding of myself, mm-hmm. but more importantly, myself in connection to a bigger you know, unitive force field, a, yeah. a big, a bigger, like divine force field. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what's my piece in that? And how right. am I connected to that? And how's that connected to me? Right. And so for me, that's really kind of the motivator of why I'm so interested in all of this. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when you were talking about, you know, the whole getting back to when you were younger, you know, we come out whole, so much of this that I've uncovered for myself and how I feel for myself, none of it feels that foreign. Right. It all feels really familiar. Perfect. You know, like yeah. it feels strangely familiar, mm-hmm. even though I can look at myself and say, I am completely different than I was five to 10 years ago. Right. But I still feel like I've been this way my whole life. Right. So it's a weird, it's paradox. a weird dance. And yeah. then also, you know, finding your true self, that voice that was muffled, right? right. Like, um, I was in an acting class uh, with a pretty well-known guy, and um, this was a few years ago. It's not the guy you're probably thinking of, but um, and he said to me, "I need you to do an exercise." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay." And he said, "I want you to sit down and I want you to write a letter to yourself, like tonight when you go home or whenever, and I want you to really think about and answer this question." When did I lose my voice? Ugh. <laughs> I don't like that question. <laughs> right? And I looked at him and I was like, well, what do you mean? And, he's, and he said, you're an, a great actress, uh-huh. but you're holding back. Oh, no. Right? You're holding <laughs> back and you're not putting your, your voice out there. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, why? 
I'm getting like, hot yeah. and sweaty over right? here. I'm like, Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. Um, That's a hard question to That to, stops you in your tracks. It stops you in your tracks. And it's those moments where you go, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not mm-hmm. pulling the wool over everybody's eyes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can't. You can only keep pulling the wool over your own eyes. And That's right. Yeah. That's I, not going to work. No, it doesn't work. And I'm laughing because when I, when I got back into music, you know, I was musical as a child, mm-hmm. got back into it as an adult. When I got back into it as an adult, I, I was mostly playing guitar. And I swore up and down I did not sing, which is it's crazy, kind of, because like I won singing competitions as a kid. Like that's what I did. I mean, a beautiful voice. Oh, She's well, got an amazing you. voice. Thank you. I wasn't fishing for a compliment. No, no, but, no. But but just to say, like, just how nutty we yeah. can get in our own heads, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. I'm, no, no, no. I am not a singer. I don't right. sing, even though that's really what I had done as a child. And arguably did better than playing guitar but for some reason yeah. that's what I was laying down maybe the guitar was a shield it was mm-hmm. a little less scary to put myself out there I don't know but at the more that I started playing and I would just kind of sing here or there people would always say to me like you have to sing why aren't you singing more you have to sing like this is crazy and I was just you know no 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 mm-hmm. and that's the whole story really which I've said on my previous episode so I won't go into it again about how I ended up, you know, working with the people I work with now is my bandmates. You know, they had asked me to come sing with them and I kept saying, no, I, I mean, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. For two years, I said no. And then the minute I said yes, you really had to, you know, I had to start turning it on. But the yeah. minute I said yes is also when my very first song came to me. Mm-hmm. My very first song came to me. It was like a little gift. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I can remember early days singing with these guys. By the way, I mean, I don't want to, like, just go over that comment. But the moment you said yes. Yes, the moment I said yes. The day. The song came to you. The song came. Right? I mean, come on. The the second you were open to it, this amazing, beautiful thing happened. That's right. And that was the thing I wanted as a child. I wanted to write music. But I never... I didn't know how, mm-hmm. I didn't have the right teachers, I didn't have the right, I don't know what it was. Songs right. never came to me mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really wanted musically. I felt like musically I did everything else I wanted to do as a kid. That was the one thing. And it was, I literally sent the email to these guys saying, like, do you need a female singer? And you're, I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Can I do this? What right. I just do? Yep. And, um, and I, I went downstairs and started strumming my guitar. Mm-hmm. and. Out came the song. I mean, the whole song, the whole thing, right? Which is crazy in mm-hmm. and of itself. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, but that's how it works. That is how it works. As my friend Eve says, whenever we talk about these things, that's what she says. That's, that's how, how it, it works. works, and that is how it and works. And just trust it. Like, mm-hmm. just trust it. That's yeah. my theme for the year: is to just trust it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just trust it and go with it. Yeah. Right, but that's the sk- that's the scary part. Super scary because you don't know where it goes, mm-hmm. and you don't really have control over where it goes. I don't like that so much. No, <laughs> no. I don't like not having control over where <laughs> stuff goes, Tammy. <laughs> Me neither. That's the worst. That's where the real world comes like mm-hmm. crashing into our woo woo world. <laughs> but that's okay. We've got selenite wands. Yes, they Here, keep us you take clear yours, out. I know, and we can just yeah. Wonder twin powers activate. activate. Exactly. There you go. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, what do you think? Should we bring it around for these people? What do you think, Sophia? I feel like I've lost track of time. I don't even know how long we've been. Like 45 minutes. Oh, well, that's probably what we're Wow. (laughs) That's probably a good first, you know, first run. What should we say in conclusion? 
in conclusion, well, maybe you should, yeah, we could play out. out. We could play out or just in conclusion. I mean, I just think <laughs> what, what people have to look forward to with the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have lots of ideas. I think what people have to look forward to is we won't always be sitting down like this. Nope. Nope. No, we're not. Uh, we might be running around in the world, showing some woo-woo in the real world. Mm -hmm. um, we may bring in healers and practitioners and who knows what. Yeah. Um, the world is vast, and if you are a woo-woo curious person, we will hold your hand and we will show you that there's really nothing to be scared of. That's right. And, and we're curious right there along with you. Yeah, maybe so. you'll teach us something. That's right. We hope and we that also you will. want to know what works for other people. Yes. We can tell you what we've experienced, what's helped, what hasn't helped, what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. But I think within I think within five or ten minutes of us talking about doing the show, we got like a Google Doc set up and it's we do. Jam full of ideas we do have a of people that. that we want to have on, yes. things we want to do, and things we want to talk about. So, yeah. It's, I mean, it's exciting. It is exciting. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. I'm super excited to do this with you. I am so excited so to do it with excited. you. Yay! Well, right. you know, we've got water. Maybe in the evening, sometime we do this, we might have wine. Yeah, but we should. <laughs> That's for Stay sure. hydrated. <laughs> stay hydrated. So your frequency can stay elevated. As elevated as possible. Exactly. Well, they say, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? True. I think there's truth to that. I think there is too. Mm -hmm. That is very true. And that's another scary thing, which was a whole other topic we don't have to go into right now. But when you do change your vibe, when you do start to change, things around you start to change too. Right. And mm -hmm. that can be scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we'll be on the other side. That's right. We're on the other side. <laughs> Until next time. Indeed. Indeed.